BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, it's Jordan Younger, your host of the Balanced Blonde Soul on Fire podcast. Here we go deep on all things astrology, awakening, wellness, motherhood, channeling, aliens, and so much more. We have deep conversations. We go to other realms. It's a lot of fun. So stick around. Let's dive on in. I cannot wait to connect. Hello, and welcome back to the Balanced Wand Podcast, Soul on Fire. I am so happy that you're here. If this is your first time listening, we are thrilled that you made your way to the show. You picked a fantastic episode to start with because Dave Asprey is the real OG. So if you listened to last week's episode with the fantastic Jeanette Aranda of Shut the Kill Up, we realized that Jeanette was on the podcast six years ago to the day. And the same freaking thing happened with Dave, except it was two years ago, also to the day. And I'm just kind of blown away by these synchronicities. I feel like when people recur in our lives at specific times of year or on specific dates, there's always a meaning for that and a higher spiritual purpose. And when I met Dave in person, because the first time he was on my podcast two years ago was virtual, I just felt this instant connection to him. And I think you guys will hear it in this episode. I've been a fan of Dave and Bulletproof since the early days. I've been drinking Bulletproof coffee and going to the Bulletproof Upgrade Cafe in Santa Monica since it opened. And I can just remember my old apartment when I lived by myself back when I started this podcast and was truly obsessed and getting into health and wellness in a whole new way. And I would wake up every morning, make my Bulletproof coffee with MCT oil and butter. At the time, I was obsessed with all the Bulletproof products and I still am. And I also would eat the Bulletproof bars constantly. And beyond that, I would read all of Dave's books about biohacking. And he is the father of biohacking. So if you've ever heard the word biohacking, which is basically hacking into your body system to upgrade it, Dave came up with that. He is, like I said, the original. He's written so many New York Times bestsellers and he has a huge community online. Something that I love about Dave specifically is that he's not afraid to talk about controversial subjects. And in this day and age, when we have lost so much nuance in 
so many different conversations when it comes to health and wellness and our bodies. I can just appreciate someone who's not afraid to share their truth and also who can deal with the negativity online with humor and a smile. Dave and I joked back and forth a lot in this episode, which makes me excited because I feel like you guys will get to see a little element of my personality that you don't sometimes get to see. But I feel like in this conversation with Dave, I was just the real me and that felt really, really good. Sometimes when we're on the and we're having conversations that we know so many people are going to listen to. I don't know, like you just don't act 100% yourself. And with Dave, I felt so comfortable to just be me. A lot of you were wondering too how Dave and I were going to have a conversation about veganism and how we were going to broach that topic because he's really not into the vegan life. And he also doesn't like kale. And I'm obviously the queen of kale, love kale. But we were able to have a really healthy discussion about it. And I personally have been living label-free these days, which I think and know we'll have to do a whole episode on soon. But I still have so much love for the plant-based community and life. And I always will. So with that... Let's get into this conversation with Dave Asprey. We were talking about his book, Smarter Not Harder, which is coming out at the end of this month. So pre-order it now. Help him get to the New York Times bestseller list, which he deserves. I read the book cover to cover. First, I read it on digital copy, and now I have it on my nightstand. It's a game changer. He also talks about spirituality, and we talk about that in this conversation too. So with that, let's get into it. Rate and review the show on Apple and Spotify and email me to get a free yoga ebook. Now let's dive into it. Dave, I'm so happy that you're here. We finally get to meet in person. I've been a fan of your work for years. Thank you, Jordan. So many years. My husband's claim to fame is that he was one of the first people literally ever to purchase Bulletproof products. Wow. I think they were in like beta testing or something. I wish he was here to tell the story. Tell him I said thanks. I will. So many people know you from Bulletproof. You have your podcast. You have seven books, five New York Times bestsellers. And you have your new book, which we're going to talk about today, Smarter Not Harder. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, it's totally my pleasure. Thanks for telling people about the new book. I feel like if I'm going to spend a few thousand hours organizing new thoughts, if no one reads it, I still didn't do my job right. So you're helping me. Thank you. Very true. Well, something tells me you're not going to have any trouble with people picking up this book. You have such a dedicated audience and fan base. Tell us a little bit about how you got started, which I know, but the audience will want to hear. When I was younger, I was a computer hacker. I had a career in Silicon Valley. I also weighed 300 pounds. I don't know what my body fat was there, but I weigh about 200 pounds now and my body fat is 8% and I'm never hungry. My first big book based on this idea of biohacking that I introduced to the world, I helped people lose about 2 million pounds of weight and to get their brains back. The reason I had to do this is that I had chronic fatigue syndrome and see arthritis and high risk of stroke and heart attack and prediabetes before I was 30. I also made $6 million when I was 26 in Silicon Valley. So I could afford to start working on myself. Then I lost $6 million when I was 28, which was not good. But I had a great career in Silicon Valley as a hacker. And then I decided one day that I would write a blog so no one would go through what I went through. 
and just say, look, here's how it works. And it's not being a raw vegan. I was a raw vegan, a devout one for a while till it made me really sick, like it does for most people. And I, I just spent so much energy and time just trying to get my energy back and feel normal. I finally did it. I'm like, why would I stop? And I really went for the upgrade around how, how well can my brain work? And today, I am one of the few people who started from scratch a company that does more than $100 million in revenue. That wow. was Bulletproof. I've also, I have eight other companies in my portfolio that I actively run and participate in, including Upgrade Labs. I write a New York Times bestseller every year or two, and I have a podcast with 300 plus million downloads. And I'm not trying to brag or anything. <laughs> I'm just saying I'm doing that. I'm also a dad of two teenagers and I'm calm and happy and focused and my brain works and I'm not running around with my you know, hair on fire. I'm actually happy and peaceful in doing these things because I think they matter. Yeah. And so I went from fat and tired to of all the things I never would have ever imagined was just being in men's fitness or men's health. It was, sorry, uh, sorry, men's fitness, men's <laughs> health across you guys. It was men's health magazine with my shirt off in a picture. I'm like, are you kidding? I have stretch marks. Like, well, this isn't even reality. But all that stuff happened. And so I, I realized I wanted to write Smarter, Not Harder, which is the new book. Because along that journey, there was a time when I devoutly believed if I just work out more and eat less calories, I'll lose weight. So I went to the gym. And I didn't just go to the gym. I did 90 minutes a day, half weights and half cardio. And I did it six days a week. And I did it as my top priority. I had to sleep. If I was sick, it didn't matter. I would not go on a date. It didn't matter. This was what I was going to do. After 18 months, 702 hours in the gym, I still had a size 46 inch waist. I'm 32 right now. So yeah. kind of a big difference. Yeah. And I could max out all the machines, but I was still fat. And I was at Carl's Jr. with my friends. And they were eating double Western bacon cheeseburgers with onion rings and all that stuff. And I'm like, I'll have the chicken salad, no dressing. Oh, and no chicken because it's just too many calories. I got to eat less calories. And I looked around I'm like, wait, I work out more than all my friends combined. And I weigh more than all my friends combined. Like, this, this is not right. It's not, maybe I'm just eating too much lettuce. You know, you go through this and, and I just said, it's actually not working. My belief that I just held on to for 702 hours of sweating and not getting results, it wasn't a real belief. So I wrote Smarter Not Harder because there are radically better ways to achieve the five big goals that people are looking for, sometimes in 5% of the time. And I figured out how to do that. And I just feel like we all should have those tools because when we're at our full power, we're nicer to each other. So we can have a world where people have more time and they're nicer to each other. That's worth writing a book about. Absolutely, it is. That's such an inspiring story. And the chronic fatigue piece I relate to so much. Isn't and then, it horrible? <laughs> well, it's horrible. It's actually kind of like the story of my life right now. Although I will say I was sick for many years. And then I found a lot of healing through a lot of the principles that you talk about. And then I had the baby, you know, my amazing mm -hmm. baby. Postpartum life has been challenging because a talk. lot of my symptoms have come back. So we got to talk, but also... Let's hack that. We'll get you done well, today. Let's hack it for sure.
Okay, guys, let's talk about the Aura Ring. I'm wearing it right now. I never take it off, actually, except when I have to charge it. I'm obsessed. It's so cute. I love tracking my health and fitness and sleep information. So let's talk about it and why I think that you guys will love it too. So I've always been a proponent that a healthier life starts with understanding our bodies on a deeper level. Our bodies have their own voice. We just have to listen. And I feel so many of us don't know how to listen or don't really know what we're listening to until we learn. So Aura Ring is a wearable technology. I'm sure you've heard of it. It lets you know what's happening on the inside and delivers personalized health insights to help you take positive steps forward in your healing journey. I personally love tracking my sleep every morning. I wake up and check on the app to see how the Aura Ring rated my sleep. And I've been sleeping pretty well lately. I've been working on it and I'm very proud of myself. So whether it's mental, physical, or emotional, we all benefit from more self-knowledge. Understanding your overall health is essential and Aura Ring helps you discover how your body's working. It delivers accurate, personalized health insights all from a comfortable and cute ring. Their advanced sensor technology tracks your heart rate, calories burned, and activity levels. And at night, it monitors your body temperature trends, sleep quality, respiratory rate, and more. You receive your personalized data in the Aura app, so you can always check everything right on your phone. Visit AuraRing.com balance to find the right ring for you and get $15 off your purchase. That is AuraRing.com slash balance. Don't forget to use our link to save $15 on your Aura Ring. Hi, I'm Pia Berengini, the creative director of LPA, an entrepreneur, a wife, and a dog mom based in Los Angeles. This is my new podcast, Everything is the Best, where we basically ask interesting people, how did you go from zero to yacht? I'm always curious how the hell people became successful, and I figured you would be too. Get on the internet with me. Let's laugh, let's cry, let's overshare, and let's get inspired to live our best lives. Check out new episodes every Wednesday. It's all for you, baby. Thanks for listening. Love you, mean it. A lot of my listeners, I'm sure, can relate to the other things that you're saying, being like working so hard to be the best, healthiest version of yourself, get strong, lose weight, and it's just not happening. But then, you know, that's also happened Uh, to me in my life. It's because you're not trying hard enough, guys. I mean, come on. (laughs) People tell you that. It makes you so mad. I know. No, it's so (laughs) annoying. And same with I have insomnia. And we talked a little bit about this before recording. And people are like, oh, well are you trying, you know, this one thing and not looking at your phone before bed? I'm like, of course I am. I've tried everything. I have a, it seems like a chemical imbalance in the brain. So we got to hack all this stuff, but okay. for all the common things, cause I know the listeners go through all this stuff too. You know, the, the postpartum thing is, is tied to smarter, not harder. And it's not my fertility book. That book is called The Better Baby Book. It was my first book, actually. And it took me five years to write it because it was how I restored my wife at the time's fertility. We had two kids at 39 and 42 without drugs because that's the power of food and biohacking and environment and epigenetics. And that book has resulted in thousands of babies who probably otherwise wouldn't have existed. There's a lot in there about minerals, and I'm going really deep and smarter, not harder, around minerals and mineral balance. One of the things that happens when you have a baby is that the baby will suck all of the minerals out of your system. And if you don't have enough, that's all. And if you have enough, it'll just suck most. And it's kind of gross. But what we used to do to solve that problem was eat the placenta and they'd fry it with liver and onions or something. It sounds (laughs) pretty horrible to me. But there are companies now that will 
take your placenta and dry it and make little vitamins out of it. I did take my placenta you did? pills. Good yes. for you. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm so impressed. That is so awesome. Yeah, I was on top of it. Everyone should do that. Okay. And still, so that didn't restore your minerals, but you were probably depleted before you went in. So. I'm sure. Exactly. I actually just got my minerals tested. Okay. I know that my calcium is really high. Yep. Magnesium was also high. What are some other key minerals? In The reason I'm so focused on minerals is that if you don't have enough minerals in the right ratios, but very specifically just enough for your body to use, then even if you exercise, even if you sleep, even if you do something to improve, the body just won't be able to do it because it's missing a key building block. So I'm like, look, I don't care if you take an expensive nootropic or you do some kind of cold therapy thing, both of which I like. It's not worth doing those if you don't have the right minerals. So the minerals, the macro minerals that everyone listening needs to know about, we all heard about calcium. Most people have too much of it. (laughs) Yeah, apparently I do. Yeah. And then there's its opposing force, which is magnesium. And interestingly and uncommonly, you have too much of that. So these Mm -hmm. two work against each other. You have a lot of them. But there's also these other two, which are sodium. Mm -hmm. Most people don't have enough of that, surprisingly, or because you need more sodium when you're stressed. But you also need potassium to match sodium. So you might be low on potassium because you can't use magnesium unless you have potassium. Mm. So if you were low on potassium, which is exceptionally common because it's not available, we used to eat 4, 10, sometimes 20 grams a day. That's a lot of potassium. And today you can buy it in pills of 99 milligrams, which you would have to take to get 4 grams. That's 40 pills. So no one does that. And it's true that Taking a lot of potassium at one time, especially if you're on certain medications or have an unstable heart, that could be a really bad thing. But right now, I would look at at your results and say, if your potassium is low, that explains your magnesium, which may also be related to your calcium. So you would start there. And what most people can do, and which is one of the, the basic foundational chapters in Smarter Not Harder is, well, okay, why don't you take a macro mineral supplement that has calcium and magnesium, or maybe not even calcium, but at least magnesium and potassium. And then the big area where we're all lacking is on trace minerals. And there's two kinds of those. There's the normal ones like zinc and chromium and vanadium. And then there's ultra trace minerals. And what I've done, because I recognize when my time as a vegan sucked all those minerals out of me, and it takes a long time, like years, to put the minerals back in after a pregnancy or after depleting yourself on a plant-based diet that you think is healthy, not knowing that plants actually suck minerals out of your body and don't contain minerals you can use. So my new coffee brand, which is called Danger Coffee, has trace minerals and ultra-trace minerals added back in. So when you drink your coffee, you get your minerals and the coffee hits you different. And the body's like, thank you. So you drink it, you feel the minerals and you're like, yes, I I need this. This This sounds amazing. Oh, thank you. Danger Coffee for me. I'm so excited. You you think we planned that or something? I know, right? I feel (laughs) very excited about this. Yeah, I'm trying to remember because I did get like the sodium tested, but I'm going to show it to you after we finish because I I didn't memorize it. But nothing was right. I remember nothing was like in the Um, correct range. Also, yes, last time you were on my podcast, which was virtual, um, I was vegan and you, you know, you had a lot to say about that. By the way, you, (laughs) yes, no, opinionated, but very nice. (laughs) I still love, you know, the plant-based life. And I think everybody listening probably is wondering how I'm eating now because I haven't talked about it a lot recently. I'm still super plant-based. My Mm -hmm. husband is vegan, but 
I have been eating some other foods in the postpartum time because, first of all, I started disliking a lot of foods that I always really used to like. Mm -hmm. And then everything got so limited. Tons of food aversions, was craving fish and eggs. So I've just, I mean, I resisted it for months, started listening Mm -hmm. to my body more. And I've been down this path a few times, like diehard vegan, not vegan anymore. Diehard vegan, not vegan. And I'm sure you've, you know, seen a lot of people do that. I did the same thing myself. Like I did this in 2003. I I just was an early adopter of Mm -hmm. beating myself up nutritionally in the name of things that didn't help the environment or animals. Yeah, no, I know. I know your opinion on this. No, I really do. Because I mean, I see all your posts, like I know, and you have a farm and all that, right? And also, I'm just teasing people. I I don't hate vegans. I was a a vegan. I don't hate anybody. No, Uh, no. But but I like to talk about truths, right? Yeah, we can vibe on this. Because when I and you asked me on the way up here, if I've written any books, Mm -hmm. the first book I wrote, I was 22. And it was called Breaking Vegan. And because I was not vegan anymore, but Mm -hmm. I had been the vegan food blogger before that. And it was like very controversial in the media. Anyways, the diehard vegans, I mean, came out to kill me. Death threats every Mm -hmm. single day for years. Did you remind them that you're an animal and they can't do that? (laughs) I did. And I also let them know, I mean, you're you're barking up the wrong tree because I'm so, I mean, I barely eat anything non-vegan. I just kind of strayed from the label. So ethical, all that, but of oh, course, yeah. none of that matters. Anyways, yeah, just kind of sharing all this with you now. Um, tell us your thoughts. Well, when all of your minerals are off, there's two things that can cause that. One of them is toxic metals. So mercury, nickel, lead, cadmium, or thallium, which is a new one that especially affects potassium. Do you know where the largest source of thallium is? It's kale. Oh, oh yeah. I know you don't like kale. Well, yeah. it, it, apparently no. <laughs> the most toxic of the heavy metals or one of the most toxic loves kale mm. because I'm not the one who put the thallium in the kale. It just like it sucks thallium out of the soil. Wow. And thallium is called the poisoner's poison. So this is something that the, especially in Russia, they would use to poison people because it disrupts potassium metabolism. And then people would just die and they couldn't figure out why. So... Unfortunately, when they pulled lead out of gasoline, they replaced it with thallium, which is a thousand times more toxic than lead. Oh, God. And then when you're eating food that was grown anywhere near where cars drive or where there are tractors, you know, like on farms, then the thallium goes into the kale, which sucks it up more than any other plant. And then you're like, I thought I was eating healthy, and I did too. You end up getting other things that deplete minerals in, in certain plants, including especially raw spinach and kale and beets and things like that. Mm -hmm. And in that, it's oxalic acid. And this is something that I ran into, my former wife ran into as well. And, you know, I was eating lots of beets and all of these things. You know, I I would blend my chard and kale and collards and all of that into a green smoothie and, you know, a a low temperature green smoothie, of course, not not over 108. Exactly. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, you do all this, but I was getting like really thick, tartar on my teeth, on my lower teeth. And I had to go to the dentist four times a year to clean it off. And like, what is going on with you? That was the fact that I had just filled up my tissues with oxalic acid. And this happens over time. It's not like you just eat raw spinach one time and you're done. It's that I I did this for a long enough time that my tissues got full of oxalic acid, which sticks to zinc, which you need, and sticks to calcium, which you need. And unfortunately, when it sticks to calcium, 
inside the body, it forms razor sharp crystals and they can go into your kidneys and form kidney stones. And we're getting an increasing amount of calcium oxalate stones and it forms gout, sore joints. It also can poke holes in your gut, but it can also cause something called vulvodynia where these razor sharp crystals where calcium in your blood meets oxalic acid, they circulate and they stick in your vulva. And then you can't even wear underwear because it hurts too much. And this is also increasing. So, you know, even if you quote love kale, you probably love the MSG containing nutritional yeast you put on the kale more than you love the kale. Just saying. I do love nutritional yeast. (laughs) But yes, the MSG. Wow, that is so fascinating. And we don't want those heavy metals in our body. I mean, that's terrifying. I, I had a big problem with heavy metals. I had to do chelation therapy. I had high lead, high mercury. And I did not have high thallium, although there was a time when I was doing a bunch of uh, brassica extract where my thallium levels got up into kind of the mid-range. And so I stopped doing that. (laughs) Wow. So was this contributing to the chronic fatigue? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and everything else. And, And given that your minerals are all deranged, it's very likely that either you are consuming too many things that are stealing minerals and disrupting it, or you have toxic metals that disrupt it. Okay, let's talk about Saqqara, my favorite plant-based meal delivery service. Could your metabolism use a kickstart? Are you having gut issues, just feeling low energy? Uh, Same here, all of the above. Saqqara has an answer. Their new Saqqara systems are targeted nutrition programs designed to solve your biggest health concerns from weight management to digestion problems. So whether you have a busy schedule and you're a mom like me, or you're just on the go, what I love is that they deliver ready-to-eat plant-rich meals that help you look and feel your best, even during those weeks of back-to-back meetings, happy hours, places to be, things to do, and you actually look forward to eating this food. That's the best part. Sakara delivers science-backed, plant-rich nutrition programs and wellness essentials right to your door. Their ready-to-eat meals are nutritionally designed to deliver results, and they're also delivered straight to your door, which is pretty amazing. It helps you reach your goals from weight management to clearer skin and boosted energy, and they're also delicious. Something that I've been loving from Sakara for years are their chlorophyll drops as well as their metabolism super powder. It's like a cacao mix. It comes in a little packet and I put it into my coffee or my water first thing in the morning and it helps the way that I feel. It gives me energy. It's all sustained. And I also saw that they recently did a really cool meal collaboration that was all black and white and it was all plant-based and healthy and delicious, which was so beautiful. So right now, Sakara is offering our listeners 20% off their first order when they go to sakara.com slash balanced and enter the code balanced at checkout. That's Sakara, S-A-K-A-R-A.com slash balanced to get 20% off your first order. Sakara.com slash balanced. Enjoy. Okay, so let's talk about misleading labels, questionable ingredients, sugary formulas. All of that is such a hard pass for TBB community. In order to be TBB approved, we've got to hit a lot of specific points here. And with Ritual, Ritual is made for skeptics by skeptics. 
which is probably why I love it so much because I'm skeptical of so many different products and ingredients these days, but I trust Ritual so much. With their multivitamin for women, what you see is what you get and what you get is good. So I have been loving Ritual ever since before I was pregnant. I've taken their vitamins every step of the way and I'm not pregnant anymore, but now I've been super into their essential for women 18 and over. It is a clinically backed multivitamin for women 18 and over with high quality and traceable key ingredients in clean bioavailable forms with nine key nutrients in two capsules per day. Their unique beadlet and oil is even patented. Their essential for women 18 plus is one of the few women's multis that's USP verified, meaning what's on the label is actually what's in the formula. It's also soy free, gluten free, vegan friendly and formulated without GMOs, which is super important. It is minty. That's the best part of it. A minty essence in every bottle keeps it fresh and helps make taking your multivitamins actually enjoyable. No more shady business. Ritual's Essential for Women 18 and Over is a multivitamin you can actually trust. Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off during your first three months. Visit ritual.com slash balanced 10 to start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 and Over to your subscription today. Enjoy. I did get my metals tested recently too. Okay. So I did it like minerals and metals okay. with Dr. Cabral. Do you know him? I don't think Dr. so. Dr. Stephen Cabral. We did this and I did have some higher metals. Like I had mercury. Yeah. I had not super terrible. Okay. Copper was high. Is that a mineral or I'm so, I'm Copper is actually both. Okay. You must have copper. Most people who went through the pandemic took too much zinc yeah. without copper. So then- they're copper deficient. Lots of people got gray hair from that. Oh, well, my copper is very, very high. He right. said it was unusual. And then higher mercury. And then what else was the other one? There was another thing that was a little high. So I definitely have a lot to work on. You do. Mm-hmm. And with his guidance, he'll probably tell you to take more zinc to help balance out the copper. You can have copper outside the cells and you have copper inside the cells. And most people have too much outside and not enough inside. So copper is unusual because, especially in women, if you have anemia and you think it's an iron deficiency, you cannot absorb iron without copper. So a lot of women who think they have a problem with iron and are even getting transfusions, they just need a copper. So in Smarter Not Harder, like, look, a, a broad-spectrum multi-mineral supplement plus trace minerals like you'll find in Danger Coffee or that you can find trace mineral supplements all over the place – these are going to help you make everything work better as long as the body has access to what they need. You may also have something to do with yeast or toxic mold. And the most common sources of things that mess with people are toxic metals mm -hmm. or mold in the home or in the workplace, which messes with mineral levels and hormones and things like that, or man-made things like uh, fragrances and glyphosate and other things like that. So there's kind of three toxins, and all of these can make you exceptionally tired but the number one cause by far of Lyme disease and chronic fatigue syndrome is toxic mold. Yes. And I did have a big problem with toxic yeah. mold in my previous living situation. No longer. I get my home so tested recovering? a lot. I'm Yeah, but I'm still recovering. So, it was so I, five years ago. Okay. I have a gift for your listeners. You can go to moldymovie.com completely free. It's a documentary that I did on toxic mold, like a high-end documentary. I interviewed doctors and all this. 
And the reason that this movie is so important for your listeners is that if you're experiencing problems and maybe the guy in your life isn't, that's not abnormal. And so you take the people who don't believe you and you have them watch this one hour documentary and they're like, oh my God, like you can't argue against this. So this is to make it easier to have the conversation with your doctor or your landlord or your spouse. That's like, this is legit. Moldymovie.com. Now, one of the things that I did because I was experiencing chronic fatigue from living in heavy toxic mold is I chose to go on the healthiest diet possible, which is definitely vegan and then raw vegan. Unfortunately, that diet for me and for many thousands of people who have used my work, it further depleted them even though I felt better in the short term. And you feel better when you go on a diet like low in saturated fats and high in plant oils, the omega-6 oils, this will turn up your thyroid because your, your cells go, well, I can't make energy on this stuff. So the body panics and it turns the thermostat all the way up. And then you're like, yeah, I got my energy. I got the vegan glow. And I've had the vegan glow. Like I'm speaking from experience here and, and no disrespect or anything. But then after you turn the thermostat up all the way, but then you can't turn it up anymore and you're still cooling off. You're like, uh-oh. And then that's the mm, three to six months in. We're like, man, I don't know, my, my cycle's a little bit different. Or I wake up without a kickstand and my sleep quality is like really bad and I just have insomnia and I just can't explain it and nothing seems to work. That That's what happened to me. Yeah, yeah, I get it. And I know, I mean, over time, things are really different than they are in the beginning. And I try to tell myself that because I've had those amazing, glowy, feel-good yeah. results for actually years. But then, I don't know. My body tends to speak to me quite loudly, it, it sensitive souls. I'm also curious, as we're talking, what is your zodiac sign? I am Scorpio. Oh, you're Scorpio. What are you? I'm a Libra. Okay. So I'm so right are, before you. Are Scorpios and Libras supposed to be friends? Yeah. So you're yeah. not, not going to throw sign, salt water sign. Definitely not. <laughs> so when's your birthday? November 10th. Oh, I'm October 11th. Oh, nice. Yeah. So we're like the opposites. 10, 11, 11, 10. Oh, that's perfect. And do you know your human design? Mm, I have it on my phone. A I'm just pro, a prote something. I, I think so I curious because you have all of this energy to do sometimes five podcasts a day. I have I, to know. It wasn't natural. That energy, I never had that. Mm -hmm. I earned that energy. Mm -hmm. it, no, it I believe built. that. Yes. I'm a generator two four opportunist hermit. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. That makes a ton of sense. Generators have self-generated energy. So I, that's, I do now. But you I, turned it up back on because you didn't when you were sick. I don't think I had it when I was a kid either because yeah. I had mold when I was a kid. Like it was, oh, always, yeah. it was always just a struggle. Every, I was just too tired and mm -hmm. like everything hurt. And so to, to not have that anymore is, is amazing. And if I don't take my cognitive enhancers. If I don't take my minerals, I don't do the coffee and, and I don't follow what works for my biology. My memory doesn't work as well. Mm -hmm. My recall isn't as good. And I don't, I just don't have the ability to do what I can normally do. And so it, it, people might say, well, come on, is it that big of a difference? Well, I don't know. Go out and get drunk and be hungover the next morning and then try and do your normal stuff. Well, what if every day you were hungover and you didn't know and you just thought that was life? That's kind of how I was living. Yeah. Right. And I can go back towards that state if I don't manage what I put in. But when I do my stuff right, I'm like, I cannot believe my brain can do this and I have all this energy and I can remember all this stuff. And it's just like so effortless. What a good feeling. It, it is a good feeling. And it, it was why I wrote Smarter Not Harder mm -hmm. is that I, I tried all the really hard stuff 
And I want people to understand, here's the thing that takes the least amount of work to get you there. Because when you have that kind of energy, if someone cuts you off in traffic, you're not going to want to kill them. And even if you do want to kill them, you won't actually try to kill them because you'll have enough energy to act like an adult. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I know a lot of people who could definitely use that. Yeah. I'm excited for people to, to get the wisdom from your book. Something else I want to talk about before we get into some of the details of the book is that you are not afraid to talk about controversial subjects online. And I admire that very much because I'm a very sensitive person. So mm -hmm. I really don't like the troll stuff, that the, the horrible things that people say. It really gets to me. But yeah. I see people like you speaking their truth, making jokes about it. I know it's not making you lose sleep at night. Not anymore. Not anymore. Well, tell us about that journey. Like it used okay. to bother you. When I started out, I was going to do Bulletproof as a nonprofit, but the board of directors I had was really slow. I'm like, fine, I'll just start this whole thing. It wasn't meant to be a business even. So it helped so many people lose weight that they could never lose it, turn their brains back on. I know because I, I wrote this so no one would ever have to go through the amount of suffering I went through. And then I went on the Joe Rogan show. I was actually on it three times. Oh, wow. And one of his buddies a company where, where Joe actually has a financial interest decided to try to copy what I was doing at Bulletproof. And as soon as that happened, Joe was like, Dave's a liar and a bad person and he smells bad. Okay, he didn't say the third <laughs> one. But he, I mean, it just made up stuff and like these crazy emails. This is after hundreds of times saying, you know, Dave changed my life. Like, I can't believe this grass-fed stuff. Like, oh my God, coffee's amazing. And I'm, I'm like, I was just trying to help. You know, I didn't even know who Joe Rogan was when I wanted to show. I don't, I've never listened to a podcast, even my own in my entire life. Oh, wow. I don't consume podcasts. Oh, wow. Like I listen to audiobooks on like 2X because they're more concentrated and I, my brain does that. Mm -hmm. So I have no clue who the guy is. And after the first episode, I did. So when that happened, he has an army of trolls, about 25,000 guys who are bullied heavily. And now they're adult bullies. And then he like points them all at my page. And all of a sudden overnight, it went from Dave, you know, thank you, to Dave, you're a snake oil salesman, you're a bad person, we hate you, death threats, like all of the above. And I was like, it really rocked me. And what rocked me, I, it turns out I did EMDR, I did neurofeedback at my neurofeedback company to like, why, why am I so sensitive to this? It doesn't even make sense. And it turns out a lot of kids, when they're little, have a sense of injustice. Like you do the right thing and then your parents punish you or something. In my case, I got punished in first grade for something another kid did. And I was like, but I did the right thing. And then a bad thing happened. I didn't remember this at all until I did some therapy on it. And as soon as that popped up and I was like, oh, and then I just dealt with it. All of a sudden, like the, the I'm going to die feeling went away. And it was replaced by every time Joe says something about me, I sell more coffee. Like, bring it on, buddy. Oh, wow. That was reality. But my meat operating system, and that's a big part of Smarter Not Harder, is this automated system in my body. It felt like I was under threat because some mean people said bad things about me. Mm -hmm. Right? But I believe that feeling was real because the feeling was real. But the reality didn't match the feeling. So that was a really big experience for me. And after that, I realized that there are some small number of sociopaths out there who are really dangerous. And that's not usually the trolls. It's usually just narcissists. And for those people, they thrive on attention. What feeds them is causing pain to you or me. But what they can't stand is ignoring. So I'm like, hold on, let me do a little bit of math here. 
they're going to take their time and energy and they're going to say some sort of maybe, if hopefully at least creative, mean thing about me, but not usually. And I'm going to take a tiny fraction of time to ask a team member. I don't even have to do this anymore. Hey, when you see those guys, could you just click ban delete? Okay, so now <laughs> I used one second of my team's time and they used like 30 seconds saying something mean and I never even saw it. That's amazing. And I'm like, I win every time. Yeah. And they can't handle it because all they wanted was a response, right? And since they didn't get a response, they didn't get fed. So they're going to go pick on someone else until someone gives them a hug. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. That's such a good outlook <laughs> and something that I need to be a lot better about. I also block and delete, but I, I've had my moments of responding because you want to defend that you're a good person. Oh, if you're going to respond, don't defend. Agree yeah. with and then double down. Like, yeah. You know, I am a bad person. In fact, I'm such a bad person. Don't ask your mom. <laughs> I mean, like, seriously, like, like, you can troll them back. Yes. And that fearless thing, it's actually quite fun. And they also can't stand that. And then your followers are like, you know what? If you are acting in integrity and you know you're acting in integrity, you're allowed to play with trolls. Like, they can be your playthings. Yeah. I love this fearless energy. And I see you do it all the time. Like I see so all fun. of your posts. I see the comments. Most of the comments are very positive, by yeah. the way. People love you. But I see the other side of it too. And I sometimes see your responses. It's a good way to deal with things. It's it, very Scorpio. Ooh. It's very Scorpio of it, you. It is. Do you want another trick? I just want to never even talk please. about. Okay. If a troll says something, whatever, like, like the latest one somehow is that I'm a grifter. And I'm like, I know what a grifter is. What but is a grifter? It's like a con artist who travels from city to city and oh, like yeah. has complex schemes. But I, like, I don't even meet the deaf. It's like calling me a quack. Like, I'm not a doctor. Like, I can't be a quack. But right. thank you for the <laughs> thinking I'm a doctor, right? Yeah. So what you do is when someone says something bad, you leave it up for a little while. And if it has five likes or something, everyone who liked that is wishing you harm. Mm -hmm. So I go in and I ban and delete the people who like the troll comments. And I have the cleanest, best audience. We're all nice to each other. We take care of each other. We're supportive. We answer each other's questions. And if someone came to your living room and like pull their pants down and crapped on your couch, wouldn't you tell them to get the F out of there? I of would. Course. And I do. And if someone says, yeah, you do more of that, they're out too. Yes. And it's okay. Yeah. Like it's just okay. What a good tip. I do that. I do that. Okay. I will get a negative comment and all the people who like it, I do block them. Yeah. And I've had so many people over the years say to me, why did you block me? You know, they'll email me or find a different, because mm -hmm. I have my podcast mm -hmm. account, different accounts. I didn't even do anything. I've never commented on any of your posts and I never respond, but I'm always thinking in my head because you probably liked a negative comment. I've never done this, but I've thought about just responding because you're a bad person and just, just being <laughs> quiet after that. But I'm actually nice. I wouldn't do that. Yes. But some little like little humor part of me wants to be like, I wonder what they would do. But I, I've never truly done that. But I have thought of that. Yeah. So I'll go like meditate or something. Absolutely. No, you're <laughs> very nice. I like you have such a good energy Thank about you. you. Okay, you know, we're talking about ketamine therapy. I am so into ketamine therapy for anxiety and depression, as well as healing from chronic illness and the thoughts that permeate our mind when we are chronically ill for many years, which I know way too much about. So there is no quick fix for anxiety and depression. It's not finding a new therapist or starting a routine. 
it's not more meditation or a better diet. Sometimes you just need something to unlock your brain. It's like a biohack, like we're talking about in this episode, a new way of thinking and seeing the world. And perhaps that could be a guided ketamine therapy from Mindbloom. I highly recommend checking out the podcast episode that I did on ketamine therapy if you want to learn more about what this process would be like. But what I love about Mindbloom is that you can do ketamine therapy at home to improve your mental health. They are the leader in at-home ketamine therapy, having safely helped thousands of people overcome their anxiety and depression. Unlike traditional talk therapy, ketamine works quickly and doesn't happen to have the unpleasant side effects of traditional antidepressants. In a study of over 1,200 Mindbloom clients, 89% reported improvements in their anxiety and depression after only two sessions. And right now, Mindbloom is offering our listeners $100 off your first six-session program when you sign up at mindbloom.com blonde and use promo code blonde. Take the first step and break free from your anxiety and depression with Mindbloom. Mindbloom.com slash blonde and use the promo code blonde. Enjoy. Okay, so this is actually my dream. We get to talk about Hudson. (laughs) When my cat is healthy, he's happy. And that makes me happy because Hudson is my first child. He's my baby, my angel, my everything. He's even been a guest on this podcast. But since I'm not a mind reader, I don't always know when Hudson is healthy and happy. I mean, I pretty much know when he's happy, but try to check in with his health as often as I can. Helping me know that Hudson's healthy is just one reason that we are obsessed with using Pretty Litter. So Pretty Litter is fantastic. Let me tell you guys why Jonathan and I have switched over and why we will never go back to a different type of cat litter. Pretty Litter's ultra absorbent crystals trap odor instantly. No more cat bathroom smell. Like, let me tell you how much this actually works. Hudson uses our guest bathroom. We call it the Hudson bathroom, but it's right by our front door. So we can usually like smell everything. And ever since we started using Pretty Litter, there is not an odor. Their super light crystal base also minimizes mess and dust, which is so amazing because we have a baby. So we really don't want to worry about like messy cat litter crystals on the ground. It's just like dirty and not hygienic and all of those things. Plus the crystals last up to a month, which means less scooping and fewer trips to the garbage can. And here's the coolest thing. It actually changes colors to help detect early signs of potential illness, including UTIs and kidney issues. Pretty Litter helps Hudson feel healthy and keeps odors down. You and your cat are going to love Pretty Litter as much as we do. Go to prettylitter.com slash balanced to save 20% off your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash balanced to save 20%. Prettylitter.com slash balanced. Enjoy. Something that you talked about that was quite controversial was during the whole, I mean, the whole pandemic, basically. When, when I came out of the closet? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Vicurious. Yep. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, some of my friends will let you stick anything in them with no standards at all, right? And others of my friends will never let you stick anything in them with you no know, standards. And I wanted to live true to my, my true identity. And I just didn't feel like either of those was me. So I had to come out of the closet as vi-curious, which is vaccine industry curious, which means that I talked to my healthcare team, you know, doctors and others, 
And then with them, I decide what it is right to stick in me because I have standards. And so I, I just thought it wasn't fair for anyone to try to force me to live something that wasn't my true identity. So I'm vicarious. And, you know, you're allowed to be one of the, the people who will just let anyone stick anything in them. And maybe you even enjoy that. And you can be someone who will never let anyone stick anything in them and you feel safer that way. I honor all of you, but you also have to honor my identity. Mm-hmm. I love that. I mean, that's what it's all about <laughs> I, is I honor and the respect. Whole time. <laughs> no, I love it. It's it's honoring and respecting that we're yeah. all different, right? And, and it's like, okay. Like, like you can pick any of those camps, but if you try to make war on my camp, mm-hmm. I'm going to make fun of you. <laughs> yes. You have such a good outlook. I mean, it's it's true because people really, that was something that was taken super personally. Did you get a lot of hate for that? And I've also seen that you've gotten a lot of love for that. You, you know, at the time, the people who were like eyes rolling in fear, they really got angry. But it's a small percentage of people. And over time, now that we're through the the large reaction, now that the Washington Post is saying openly, oh, yeah, oops, maybe we're overcounting deaths from that thing which shall not be named. I saw that. Right? And it's like, okay, so we're through it. What I hear in person and sometimes in, in private comments is, thanks for holding the line. And and it wasn't thanks for like being on either side of it. It was just thanks for being in the middle. And because that's where everybody was during mm-hmm. this. There were very few, but very vocal like, thou shalt do what I say, and I will force you at gunpoint. And then there were also very few, I'm pretty sure that they're installing alien nanobots. <laughs> right? And like both sides, like they're extremists. And right. I, now I'm going to say something you don't like. The difference between an extreme keto bro and the way I used to be when I was an extreme vegan we were pretty similar. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> There's, I'm an, I'm extreme. I get it. Like, I can also laugh at myself. I have a lot yeah. of self-awareness. I'm very yeah. extreme as well. And obviously, you are too. Yeah. Like, your whole life is pretty extreme. You have eight companies. You know, all this different. It's amazing. I love when people are true to themselves. And so, I've always really admired you for that. You. I also love to bring nuance into conversations and and that became like a no-no for many years, which was really scary. So it, I liked seeing people, you know, just speak their truth. The, the trick too, it, it's probably best illustrated in V for Vendetta, uh, the movie. The thing that's most toxic to dictatorships, whether it's a corporation trying to make you do something, whether it's a mean boss or it's a government of whatever party you think is bad, I don't know, they all seem to do the same thing. It's humor. They cannot tolerate humor. It is far more dangerous than revolution. When you make fun of a tyrant, they lose their shit, right? But if you act in fear or fight them, they just get stronger. Mm -hmm. And I only laugh at the government. I don't care who's in charge. I Mm -hmm. laugh because I see what you're doing and no, you're not allowed. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. Humor, bringing humor back into the conversation any conversation is is so important. Yeah. And it's a hack. It's a Talk hack. About it's a powerful hacks. one. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hacks, biohacks, all of it. Wow. Well, I love this part of our conversation. I'm glad we got to talk about that. Something else I wanted to talk to you about in this new book of yours, you had a whole section on spirituality, oh, which I love. This is a very spiritual podcast. I'm super into all things spiritual. So tell us a little bit about that part of your book. Okay. A lot of people see what I do and they think, oh, Dave's some tech guy, entrepreneur. Okay, the idea for Bulletproof Coffee came to me on the side of Mount Kailash, which is the world's most spiritual holy mountain in remote western Tibet. 
All right. So that might be a little clue that I do some spiritual work. I also write about how I did ayahuasca in Peru in 1999. 1999. Wow. When I went down there, I asked for this at the guest house where I was staying and they said, you're white. <laughs> and I said, yeah, I noticed. But I actually have done my research academically and chemically and historically, and I would like to meet a shaman. And it took him two days to rustle up someone who came and was like, oh, that's so weird. You're a Westerner. And like took me to his little house and did a ceremony. And, and it was it was an experience that I just felt called to do. I didn't do ayahuasca again for 23 years after that. I think it's the most dangerous of the psychedelic drugs. But Okay, I might be on a bit of a spiritual journey, and I've received shamanic training from Alberto Viotto, and I've learned from different lineages of spirituality. Okay, so this is part of why and how I can do what I do. And because I learn from different lineages, I also have known, well, here's the things that work. I started a company about eight years ago called 40 Years of Zen. At 40 Years of Zen, we measure people's brainwaves, and we use computers to help guide people into these very rare and special spiritual states, the ones where you can reset your nervous system, the ones where you sometimes receive downloads and all kinds of stuff happens without drugs. So at 40 years in, I have the largest map or the, the largest collection of maps of high-performance brains anywhere on the planet, uh, at least according to my neuroscience team. And so I think that stuff is real. And I also know there are things that work more quickly or less quickly to get you into certain spiritual states. And since Smarter Not Harder is saying, look, you have so much time or energy you set aside every day, if you're lucky, maybe it's only half hour. And that's what you have to take care of your body and to improve who you are, how you show up in the world. It's appropriate to say, hurry, meditate faster. Because you only had a half hour, especially if you have kids, you don't even get a half hour. That would be such a blessing when you have a one-year-old. Mm -hmm. like, so as soon, true. As soon as you sit down to meditate, the kids, like, they have a little radar. and like, oh, mommy. And you're like, I just wanted two minutes. I just wanted my tea. And, yes. and I've been through that. My kids are 13 and, and 15 now. So, you know, they're at the, daddy, don't bother me. I just wanted my tea. I'm like, okay, fine. So revenge is, is sweet. Yeah. <laughs> but what, what's going on here is you want to do all this stuff every day. I want strength, I want cardio, I want stress management, I want my brain to function again, and I want my energy back, and I want to lose weight. And those are the main buckets that everyone asks for, but in different amounts. And this came out of my work at Upgrade Labs. This is a facility that opened underneath Arnold Schwarzenegger's office um, about eight years ago in Santa Monica. And ever since then, I've had all of the tech I use to recreate myself and it's there for people to come in and use. And I worked out how to make this a franchise. So people can go to ownandupgradelabs.com and you can open an upgrade lab with all the tech that takes most advantage of the hacks in the book. And you can open it in your neighborhood or hopefully oh, wow. someone else will. And you can just come and be a member. And it's very affordable to be a member versus doing what I did, which was build a million dollar lab in my basement so that I could recreate myself. Like that was expensive and hard, but I'm also a nerd and I kind of liked it. So the the mechanism behind all of that is something that I call slope of the curve biology in the book. So in Smarter Not Harder, I introduced this idea that it's not about how much work you do. It's about how quickly you started doing the work and how quickly you recovered after you did the work. And this means we can put on muscle three to five times faster than lifting weights. It means we can fix your cardiovascular performance in about 8% of the time it would currently take if you went to a spin class. I'm talking 20 minutes, three times a week. Sorry, 10 minutes. Nope, it keeps getting smaller. Five minutes, <laughs> three times a week, 
20 seconds of hard work in each of those five-minute periods. If you do that, you get six times better results than going to a spin class every day, five days a week. No way. Yeah. And this is measurable, provable results. That's why I had to write this book. Yes. Because if you're spending an hour a day like I did, 90 minutes a day in the gym, no matter what, for a year and a half, I would have got better results if I spent five minutes three days a week for a year and a half. Doing what exactly? The technology there is called Rehit, and it's a part of the Upgrade Lab stack. And what it's based on is an artificial intelligence algorithm that guides you to to turn on your cardiovascular system as fast as humanly possible, as in you're moving incredibly slowly. It's boring for like one minute. And all of a sudden it's like, tiger! And then you go as hard as you can, but suddenly the bike just won't move and you're standing on it and you're just blowing it out for 10 seconds. You won't sweat. You can do this. And then afterwards, this is the key. It guides you to breathe differently and to calm down, calm down. And the fact that your body's, wait a minute, I just almost died because it believes you. You can hack your meat operating system. It'll believe that. And then the fact that you're really calm afterwards, it goes, wait, maybe I didn't almost die. I can actually handle this. Let me build myself to handle this. Because now I have the the capacity to build myself. But if instead I said, I'm going to go up as hard as I can, and I'm just going to keep going as hard as I can for 45 minutes because the instructor's yelling at me in that tight, sweaty, spandexy stuff. Okay. The body was like, I don't have any energy to improve myself. I spent it all running away from the tiger that looked like a, a spin class instructor. Right. So yes, you will improve if you go to a spin class or you go to on a treadmill or you do whatever cardio you like to do, but you just want to improve very quickly. So I'm like, what if I just did the lazy version of this and then I use the rest of the time? Well, okay, maybe I'll put some muscle on. Oh, that only took five minutes too. Damn. Okay. I have 50 minutes left in my allotted time. What am I going to do? Oh, how about a bunch of recovery technology? And then how about I plug my brain into a computer using the technology that I just talked about, neurofeedback from 40 years of Zen. We're putting that there as well. So in one hour, you could improve your brain. You could fix your energy metabolism. You can lose weight and get your muscle and your cardio. Do that a couple times a week. And you've got all the stuff you needed. But let's face it, I only have maybe a couple dozen of these opening across the U.S. right now. And it's going to take 500 for there to be enough accessibility. So give me a couple years on that. It's probably some more funding. But we'll get there. Like I've learned how to build companies, I like to think. And this is one that matters. Like Mm -hmm. this really matters to me. So in the meantime, are there things you could do at home that don't cost anything? Yes. All of my books, I do this. Here's the principle we didn't understand. This is what I didn't understand when I was young and fat and tired and angry. So this is the principle. Here's the free thing you do at home. Here's the doesn't cost very much, but it's going to cost something. And here's the here's what crazy billionaires do. And I do as much of the crazy billionaire stuff, and I just put it at Upgrade Lab so you can just get a little slice of it mm-hmm. when you go in. And that's the thing. All of these things are new pieces of knowledge for humans. Or maybe it's something that isn't new to the world, but it's it's new because no one heard about it except some researcher somewhere or some monk in Tibet or something. So I just curate those things. I test them out and then I bring them out in a way so we can use them. And that's why Smarter Not Harder exists. Mm-hmm. You're like a human guinea pig, which is how I consider myself as well. Yeah. I like to try everything, the most out there things, the most off the wall things, Things that people haven't really heard about yet that I usually find become very popular like five-ish yeah. years later. Yeah, you're an early adopter. Yeah, I am. And then that has to do with our human design too, by the way. I'm a reflector, which okay. is the 1% of the population. We are basically with the chakra system mm-hmm. in human design. All of the reflectors are open. So we soak everybody in, everything. In. We kind of ride off of other people's energy. And we're also a mirror. 
So that's the other thing about being online is I always want to kind of remind the trolls like I'm a mirror. I was born that way. I can't really help it. So, you know, if people are listening and they really love this podcast, they're they're happy people. They love themselves. They want to learn. They want to, you know, be better, do better, feel better. And then people who, I don't know, I mean, I don't want to talk about the negative aspects, but, you know, people who are really unhappy, they might see something in me and then they're like, I hate you. That's a very reflector thing. But also we're the human guinea pigs. So trying things out is what we do. I happen to love ayahuasca, by the way. I'm curious and we can just, you know, briefly get into this. Why do you say it's the most dangerous? And I know why, because I've done it and I know the capabilities that this medicine has, but just curious. When you do ayahuasca with a properly trained jungle shaman who has spent, it takes about eight years of like living in the jungle, taking it every day to receive a diploma from the few tribes who do that. The rules are a little bit different there. And there are some Western trained shamans who have reached the level where they can do this. But a proper shaman is a firewall for ayahuasca because ayahuasca can open doors for you spiritually, but it also can install malware. And if your shaman is not doing what shamans are supposed to do, other stuff can get in there. And I know plenty of people have had substantial problems after doing ayahs on big spiritual crises that weren't necessarily caused by their own stuff. Mm-hmm. And there are also a huge number of, of shamans, some in South America, but even in North America, who are, I would say, almost predators towards wealthy and successful people. Oh, you just have to do it. You have to do it. But you're opening yourself up. And that said, I'd mentioned I've done it a couple times. I've also done all of the other plant medicines. I'm open to those, and they're a part of my practice. The biggest breakthroughs that I've had, though, come from holotropic breathing, which I talk about in the book. I also talk about the order of operations for psychedelics from least risky to most risky. What is the least risky? Probably MDMA or ketamine. It's kind of a tight race between Mm -hmm, those two. mm -hmm. And then the most would be Aya? Would be Aya or actually past Aya, but one that almost no one uses would be something called Datura. Uh, but like, really, you're dumb. I haven't even heard you're of it. You're dumb if you do Datura. Oh, wow. <laughs> so. Wow. Well, I'm a big fan of ketamine. Ketamine mm-hmm. therapy has yeah. been really amazing for me. I'm a big fan of, of all psychedelics that I've tried. But being such a sensitive person and a reflector, I have opened myself up a little too much psychedelically mm-hmm. in the past and gotten dark spirits attached if you believe in that, that kind of stuff, it like matter really if, negative it, entities. It doesn't matter if you believe in it or not. I mean, it just happens. Like, it's I don't true. believe in the sun, but I get a sunburn. <laughs> right. Therefore, I don't get a sunburn. Mm-hmm. Sorry. That, look, that stuff happens. Mm-hmm. I, I was a complete non-believer in that stuff. I'm a computer science guy, like, you know, internet engineer. I've just, I've received training and I've had enough experiences and I've done enough work that that's just a part of reality. Mm-hmm. People say, but I don't see it. It's funny. If you were colorblind, would you see the color red? No. Does it exist? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, things exist yeah. that we cannot see yeah. anything. And can some people see it better than others? Well, gee, mm-hmm. that would kind of make sense. So I, I just, I kind of lost the energy to debate trolls on that stuff. True. Because like, if, if you're going to absolutely convince yourself that something's true and you're unwilling to look at it because it can't be real, this is what happened over the last three years. People say that didn't happen because it can't. It, this is anti-science, right? <laughs> so if something happens, you have to look and say, well, did it really happen? Okay, if it did, then something in my belief set needs to be upgraded. 
That's the original scientific method. The new one is, if I don't like it, I just shout really loud and tell anyone I don't agree with to shut up. And then that's science. And I'm just, I, I don't do that. I don't know. But around spirituality, there's a group of people who are just profound skeptics and they won't, they're not curious. They're not interested. And you know what? I respect their right to exist, their, respect, their right to be, but I don't need to spend my life trying to convince them. Mm-hmm. Like I, I will share anything I know with someone who's curious. And if you're not curious, I'm not going to force it on you. Yeah. Like I, I'm not going to throw like milk on your paintings. <laughs> you know, I, I'm not going to brat and complain and, you know, protest. I'm going to go do something that matters. And if I'm doing something that matters that works really well, then maybe you'll notice and maybe you'll ask. And if you ask, I'll tell you. Mm-hmm. And people are like, eh, and your stuff doesn't work. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> like, look at what I've done in the last like 10 or 12 years. It, it astounds me. Like yeah. what I've just done on personal transformation, much less all this other stuff in my life and in the world. I, I really truly think neurofeedback and breath work and having enough saturated fats and all these other things, I really believe it. I'm an example of that. And I talk about why and how, and if I'm wrong, I will accept that and I'm happy to change. Yeah. Open to evolving at all times. I love that. Yeah. I'm totally with you. So I want to ask you some of the rapid fires that I ask everyone that comes on. We already said that you're a Scorpio, but do you know you're rising in your moon signs? Not off the top of my head. Okay. I have a bunch of next time. (laughs) I, I love hanging out with like, like my, my hippie friends who are like super astrological professional psychics and like, you know, medicine women. And it makes me really happy yes. to be on that. But I, I have not put a lot of my own resources into that side of spirituality because yeah. I have so many experts around me who can just tell me. That makes sense. And you're focusing on a lot of other things. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. If you could be in a room with three people, who would they be? Living or dead? Either one. Mm, I would want to have Royal Rife who Tesla stole most of his stuff from. Oh, wow. He was an amazing, like, electromedicine innovator. Mm, I would want to have Adolf Hitler so I could ask, why the hell? Like, what happened to you when you were a kid? Like, how did you end up this way? Yeah. Like, like, what makes a monster? Like, yeah. like I want to know so that doesn't happen to anyone ever again. Fascinating. Right? It, it's like something bad had to happen to that dude to make him that way. And I want to know what it was. Definitely. And a third one would be really, really interesting. I'd probably go back to some sort of like Indian yogi Milarepa or someone like that who's, you know, some semi-enlightened person with special mudras who could yes. like, teach me a hand position to make me enlightened. That'd be awesome. Yes. Right, oh, what a go. good list. That's one of the most, the most original list we've had so far. Oh, thank you. I I'm just it. curious and yeah. kind of weird probably. No, in a good way. It's good to be curious. What is the meaning of life? Hmm. I think there's an inherent assumption in your question that there is a meaning of life, and I have not validated that assumption. Mm. So I do not know if there is a meaning for life. Okay, well, that's a good answer, too. And I'm sure you're someone who's actually thought about this before. I have, and, you know, I, I appreciate feeling happy and joyful and at peace. Some people would say that, you know, it's just to become enlightened, which is kind of to escape the cycle of life if you're in the Buddhist reincarnation side of things, which I am. So you also could, from that same perspective, say, oh, the role of life is suffering then, which also is kind of shitty. Never liked that part of Buddhism. (laughs) So I don't know that I can say what the meaning is, um, but I, I do think that the reason that we come to earth is for music and dancing, sex, Coffee, chocolate, steak, and bacon. Amazing. (laughs) If those didn't exist, no one would ever reincarnate. 
a good answer. And what are you excited about right now? Steak. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. I'm excited about a couple things. One is smarter, not harder. And, and guys, if you're listening, if you're thinking you might order the book, I'd be grateful if you just ordered it now. You go to daveasprey.com and I'll link you there. Just go wherever you like to buy books. And the reason is that writing a book is, is like a, it's like having a baby, actually. It, it takes it you know is. a couple of years to put it together. And there's an energy that goes into it that's similar as a parent. I can say this. It's similar to like you're shaping it with your own energy. And, and then you're finally like seeing it come into the world. And then you're holding it while it's young. And, and you do this with a book because it's precious. It's not as precious as a baby, but it's still precious. So getting that out there is, is exciting to me because I think that when people read it, that they're going to get hundreds of times more energy and hours back than it took them to read it. So it's like, it, it's potent, it's good. So that's one thing. And that's why I write books. You don't write books for money. They're like the worst hourly rate of anything I ever do. So true. Yeah, like they're, they're just work, but they're work. It feels good to get out of my brain. So, and there's that. The other one is Upgrade Labs is the fact we're franchising after like eight years of figuring out how to make a good business out of this that really radically helps people. And you go there, like, oh my God, I got my brain back. I got my energy back. I can handle stress now better than I ever did. And like, look at me, I'm different. Because I lived that. It just took a lot of work and time and dead ends and blind alleys and a lot of money to do it. And so now I, like, I know it works. I know how to customize it for each person who walks in the door. So own and upgrade labs.com. We're finally opening across the country. This is like really big. And it's not just big for me, it's big for society. It's awesome. That's yeah, called it's a upgrade big labs. Deal. Yeah. Amazing. And where can everyone find you? You can find me at daveasprey.com. Okay, that's easy. And Dave Asprey on Instagram. Mm -hmm. You have a lot of people following you. I was taking a look this Do morning. It? Yeah. yeah, it's it, maybe sometime this year it'll cross a million. Yeah, it's it's hard. That would you, be awesome. I mean, I, some of my my followers and commenters and friends are like. Uh, 20 million people. Like, how do you do that? It's so weird. I know. But I'm happy it's with... It's a whole other threshold, I, but it's amazing yeah. regardless. I, I just want people to unfollow me if my content isn't useful and follow me if it's useful because I don't want fake followers or anything yeah. like that. We I, want a yeah. good, happy, clean, I think you said, community yeah. Yeah. who are nice to each other. There you go. And mm -hmm. I, I think you're building that as well, which yeah. is awesome. So if you're yeah. listening to this, if you see some negative mean comment, don't like the negative mean comment. Mm -hmm. That's feeding the trolls. Mm -hmm. You don't do that. So you can respond to it and be like, don't be a troll. Or you can just you know, pass onwards. So just yeah. be nice to other people. Answer, answer someone's kindness. comment yeah, with another supportive comment. And when you do that, you get a biological boost. And I talk about that a little bit in the book. Like saying something nice, complimenting another person, being grateful, it's a selfish act because it makes you feel good. It does. Yeah. I know. And it makes the world a happier place. Uh, I know you're ending the show, but can I offer one more awesome thing that especially women yeah, can benefit please. from? When you allow another person to help you, you're actually giving them a gift because it feels so good to help another person. Mm -hmm. And so many people, and this is especially common in women for whatever societal reasons like our, we were set up that way, it's like, no thanks, I can do it myself. Mm -hmm. But if someone offers, like totally accept help because yeah. you're, you're giving them a gift and they're giving you a gift. Like it's the coolest thing ever. It really is. We could all be a lot better about receiving help. Yeah. I was just thinking about that because 
earlier last year, my husband and I were really sick and with the baby and everything. And I had a friend who was helping us a lot, dropping off food. And one day, I remember she said, let me know what I can bring tomorrow. And my husband wanted to take this off her plate. And he's like, we don't need anything. It's fine. I was just thinking about this. And she's like, are you sure? Okay. And I remember thinking like, that's kind of rude. I mean, <laughs> not that he did it on purpose, but yeah. like, he thought he was being nice, exactly. but I was like, no, people like to help. So totally. we could all remember that. Yeah. Thank you. A You're good welcome. note to end on. Thank you for coming on. This was so fun. We got to cover so many topics. My pleasure. Thank yeah. you, Jordan. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for listening to the show. I'm so happy that you're here. Come say hi on Instagram at The Balance Blonde and tell me what your favorite part of this episode was. Subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts and send me a screenshot of your rating and review for a free Soul on Fire yoga ebook. See you next Wednesday. Love you guys. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.